Welcome to the Mindset Explosion podcast. Unlock your true self and your full potential with me, Matt Redman. I truly believe the rising tide raises all ships and we have so much to give the world. It comes from within and it starts with ourselves. We all have the potential to live our dreams, do the things we thought we couldn't and take full control of our own lives. Sometimes we just feel stuck. It, all it takes is that first step. Take a listen. And if you are enjoying the podcast, don't forget, share it with a friend. Give us a five-star review. Enjoy the show. Hey, we're live and welcome back to Mindset Explosion, uh, season five, episode 17, joined by my good buddy Dan, all the way up in Derbyshire. That's it. Uh, not far from where my mum's from I was going to speak to you about something I forgot remind me at the end so today we're talking about taking control of your destiny and I've been looking forward to this Dan because we met I think last year and um, we've been catching up at Progressive uh, Property but we're going to talk about you know how you got um, you know how you developed your business and your entrepreneur mind so if you are listening on the podcast don't forget drop in a five-star review that's always nice and if you've got any questions comments just even if it's on the rerun, drop them in, and one of us will definitely get back to you. Um, <clears throat> uh, we'll get into our interview in just a bit. We'll find out how you got started, Dan. But very quickly, before we get into our quick fire, which isn't really a quick fire round anymore, but anyway, who cares? Uh, could you just, in a few words, just tell us a little bit about what you do and yourself? Keep it short, though. <laughs> I'll keep it short. Yes, it's JK Fire and Security. We do what we say on the tin, um, fire alarm systems, CCTV, intruder alarms, access control, you know, full fire and security requirements, predominantly commercial. We do a little bit of residential as well. Brilliant, brilliant. Obviously, we put a lot into the copy, so if uh, you have a read through there, um, hopefully dive deep into that in just a bit. So this is our quick fire round, Dan, and uh, it's, it's new this year. So it's not really new anymore because we're nearly halfway through the year, but you know, it's just how my brain works. Uh, and it's not really that quick fire, but hey, we'll just go with the flow. So do you prefer a podcast or YouTube? Podcast. Podcast. Um, have you got a favorite one? Uh, at the moment, I'm listening to a lot of the Rob Moore stuff. Yeah. It's quite uh, quite diverse in, you know, not just about property, but it's about everything, mindset, you know, the whole lot. Yeah, that's a good one, definitely. Quite definitely. on the edge as well with some of the things he, uh, <laughs> he yeah, talks about. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. But there's some real golden nuggets in there when you catch them on a good flow, right? Absolutely. Definitely. Um, all right, book or audio? Audio. Audio. I, I think it's the listening. I prefer I, I can just get you know get a lot more done when I'm listening to a podcast or a audio. Have you got a favorite one? <clears throat> oh, I, I listen to... I listen to loads uh, every month. I listen to about two, three audio books. Um, yeah. But I've just gone back to uh, Atomic Habits. Ah, um, okay. Yeah, that's something yeah. right at the start of my, you know, developing my mindset, working on my mindset. Um, that was one of the first ones that really, really put me on a certain like trajectory. So yeah. I've gone back, listened to that one again. Oh, I yeah, I love it. I think we all have that one that just, we always want to go back to. So yeah, that's interesting. So Atomic Habits. Who's that by? Do you remember? Uh, James Clear. James? James Clear. James Clear. It wasn't clear yes. for me, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, do you prefer mentor, mastermind, or go your own way? Um, 
Oh, that's hard. I like I like all three. Mentor, I know it's a quick fire, but mentor is great to have that one to one. Um, you know, use a business coach in my own business. Um, mastermind, it's great for everyone just to you know listen to the nuggets that everybody else has put in. I like to go my own way as well. But ultimately, we're going our own way anyway. Even if you're listening to a mentor or a mastermind, you still got to make that decision: is do I do it this way or not that way? So yeah, I think overall, mastermind will have to be the one. I prefer mastermind. I get so much more out of it because it is you've got a group, a collective group of. I think it's that encouragement, that support, and there's always someone you can kind of lean on that has, um, you know, done it basically. Um, yeah. Guys, those are listening, if you've got any questions for Dan or just about stuff, drop them in the comments um, as we're listening. All right. And last one for the quick fire. Uh, who is your most influential person, past or present or future? <laughs> Doesn't <laughs> exist yet. <laughs> yeah. It's got to be Grant Cardone. Oh, I met him. He was awesome. Yes. Yeah. I, I went to one of his uh, his live shows once. and Yeah. We, we, we had the... Um, the, the VIP treatment afterwards. So you got to meet him in person. Yeah, he was um, it's just, it just gives you that kick up the backside that you need and, you know, gets you to take that, that, that action yeah. daily um, yeah. to get you where you want to be. Brilliant. Love it. He's, yeah. He's, was he, he keeps saying, gotta get Pete, gotta get Pete. He's That's there. it. Yeah. Where's my money? Where's my money? <laughs> <laughs> Who got my money? Who got my money? That's it. <laughs> All right, thanks, Dan. That's our quick fire, Dan. Let's find out a little bit more. So, obviously, we, we, we got quite a broad range of listening in. So, I'm from an engineering electrical background myself, but I forgot because 17 years ago. How did you get started? What's your What was your why for getting into business? That kind of thing. Well, I started in the industry in 2002. I'd uh, just come out of university. And hadn't got a clue what I wanted to do. Working in a pub, and uh, this guy that came in the pub, and uh, he needed he needed a, someone to help help him out. So I joined him, and he did security systems, and uh, that's where the journey started. So started as a junior engineer, um, worked my way through. Obviously, there's a bit in the bio that what what happened next, um, and yeah. then but then. In 2017, um, I had to take uh, take control of my own destiny, and uh, I set up JK Fire Security, and uh, not look back. Brilliant, brilliant, yeah. So, it, like, when you took that over, did were you kind of looking at other things, or was, did you always feel like one day you'd be running your own business, or you know, how how did you feel that might come about? Yeah, so so with the previous with the previous company, um, I was always that was always the aim was to ultimately you know become director of that company, which I was successful at. You know, yeah. two thousand and fifteen became the operations director, forty percent shareholder. Um, the problem was I was uh, dancing with the devil, yeah. and I'd not realised because there's a, a lot of trust from me to him. Um, as soon as we, we sort of went limited, um, I realized that suppliers weren't being paid, uh, staff st were stop stopping being paid, people were being sacked like that without pay. 
um and it was it was it was a horrible horrible environment so um you know i, I had to I, I had to take control i had to do something and the only thing i knew how to do was fire and security yeah. so i decided to you know spend a few months setting up a brand and uh advertising going around some of the existing clients telling them that i was moving on and uh yeah quite a few of them stayed with me which i was really pleased with and forever grateful to um because they really really gave me a kickstart in business um and you know all the all the money i lost in the previous venture i just look at it now as an investment into this one yeah that's interesting you said that because i i can imagine you know there was probably a lot that had it happens in business sometimes you know we 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 and it is investments as things that I've done. I've invested money and put, you know, I think everything's our education. Do you feel? Oh, hundred percent. hundred percent. But the big, the big thing was uh, I started really, really focusing on, on, you know, the, the mindset. So I knew it was me holding myself back. Yeah. Um, and I knew that I had to sort of believe in myself. So that's where I started reading the books, listening to the Grant Cardones of this world, the Atomic Habits, you know, really started a self-development, got myself a business coach early on. Yeah. Um, someone to hold accountable to. And uh, yeah, just just keep going, just keep moving forward every day. No, I think that's a really important um, key take home there is that, you know, you, you realise you've got to work on yourself. Um, yeah. And, and putting yourself out in that environment. So no, that's brilliant. So um so when you were developing that mindset, at what point at what point was that? Was that, that, was, was that, was that right at the start? Yeah, okay. Right okay. at the start. It was it was before I started JKE. It's when I realized that things were going south badly yeah. at the last place. Mm-hmm. Um you know, and I, I knew that I had to work on my, I knew I had to work on my own mindset to be able to take me forward. Um, because yeah. otherwise it was crippling what, what we're going through. Um, yeah. Yeah. you know, Christmas coming up in 2016, not, not knowing whether I was going to be able to put a Christmas on for the family. So, um, yeah, that's, that's where it started. I realized I had to take, take some sort of action and, uh, and I did, I'm glad I did. Oh, okay. Well, I guess that's been your position. um so with that where where do you think your bit if that was your biggest challenge at what point in the journey that you've been on say with the the fire and security well just in your entrepreneurship because obviously i know you're working on we're at the same stage of our property journey pretty much you know we've we've been educating ourselves we're we're out looking for stuff and i know that's kind of a a separate thing to what we both do as well yeah Uh, but what where do you feel your biggest aha moment was? What, what was it? What what pushed you to think, ah, this is it? Ooh. It was really, oh, what was it? It's probably when I started, um, you know, taking on staff. Yeah. And I always said I need to get off the tools. Um and I need to get myself in a position where, you know, I am, I'm off the tools, but then the problem is, you're not, you're not, you know, it's not paying for you each day. You know, when I'm on the tools, it's, it's paying for me when I'm not on the tools, it's not. And that was the hardest, 
hardest thing to get clear in my mind was, well, actually, you know, I need to come off the tools to be able to take the company forward even more. I'm going to have to take that hit initially, but it'd be worthwhile in the end. So, so we did. And I, the, my first uh, engineer that I took on was uh, my brother, Tom. Um, he started as a, as a junior engineer and now is he's, he's, he's my right hand man. I won't be without him now is, he's, he's, he's great. And I can fully rely on him to go out there and sort of run the jobs for me, which helps me, you know, go and actually build the business further. So yeah, it was leverage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that famous word that we know too well. <laughs> yeah, I know. Leverage, leverage out, leverage out. But it's, it is hard because I think when it's your own, I, I know I know I'm from a different business, but even with the teaching, everything and um you know, especially in early stages, you, I was wearing the, the bookkeeper, the cleaner hat, all these different hats. So really get it. And then and then it's you know, I'd ease out of that and ease out of this bit. And the teaching is the part I, I really love, but I same as you, I just I think you have you know for that business to really work and and you, it's then doing a service to your staff, really, isn't it? That you're able mm -hmm. to take that step back because then you can help with their development as well. You got so you got a lot of certificates in the background. Can you explain <laughs> what they're all about, or are they just general? Uh, just just general bits, the health and safety stuff, and um, you know. We, we do do a lot of uh, a lot of training for for the guys so we're all qualified level three qualified in fire um manufacturer training and stuff so that's that's a few of the things that we have to have to have on display <laughs> <laughs> love the logo though i love that logo that's brilliant yeah right. it wasn't we, we rebranded actually um yeah because we were we did start off just jk security yeah and that's still the limited company is jk security limited but once again, after one of those sessions with the uh, business coach, um, he he says, well, why, why don't you just promote yourself as fire as well? Because, you know, it's an avenue you're going down. So we did. So I got a graphic designer um, to um, redesign, re, re, basically we rebranded re ourselves uh, a couple of years ago. And that's where that one came from. And yeah, I really, really like it. Yeah. Best thing we did. Yeah, smart. I reckon you could almost use that on your property thing or form similar. Would you? Well, yeah, the property company has got the same logo. Uh, I thought it might. Yeah. Twenty twenty five property solutions, but the, yeah, uh, it's the little boxes. It's it's sort of little houses in the middle. Yeah, yeah. So, often that's yeah, identical. I, yeah. Yeah, I like that. That's a good, good core. <laughs> the form part of the group. <laughs> group of companies. That's it. That's it. So. Um, so how many start you, are you up to about 20 again now? Did you, when you started again, no, you yeah, no that was, that was the last company that, yeah, I, I now realized that the turnover that the, um, that, that we were on couldn't support that amount of staff that we had. So uh, I didn't realize at the time, it's only when I'm doing it myself that I, I can join the dots. Yeah. Um, so employed is only four of us. Yeah. But then we use. Um, we've got dedicated um, subcontractors that we use uh, across the country as well um, who help us out on the projects so we can deliver the service, no problem, um, yeah. in-house. And then any projects we can either do in-house or we can um, assign it to the subcontractors and then we just manage manage the projects. No, that's better, yeah. Um, having 
more staff is great, but yeah, it can bring more things. No. Yeah, yeah. We are we are actually looking at recruiting um, for for a couple more. Yeah, we're looking for an apprentice and another engineer. Ah, that's my question. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. apprenticeship schemes are pretty good at the moment, I think. So um, I know around Cheltenham, where, where I'm based, they're they're really pushing it. Uh, the apprenticeships at the moment so good way to go so what would you say has been your biggest win in say the last 12 months the biggest win was uh we secured a massive access control upgrade for um an nhs trust wolverhampton nhs trust yeah um there's about 520 doors that we're doing um but then it's all the project work as well that we get off the back of it. So yeah. it's 20, uh, 520 existing doors, but then they're always redeveloping wards and there's always new projects. So, you know, we've got another 30 doors that we're going to be doing over the next few months that are brand new doors. So, you know, all in all, we're probably going to end up with about 700 doors. Oh, wow. um, we've been assigned principal contractor as well. So that's another, another tick box where we're, we're able to sh prove that you know, we've been a principal contractor for a job and yeah, project management. So, yeah, it's been massive for us. Massive. Headache, but massive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah with all these good things, they, they, it's not it's not as easy, but it's, it's always worth it. Yes, absolutely. So, obviously, that's what you work on at the moment. What other things have you... Uh, obviously, I know you work... Maybe talk about property, but... How did you get into the, the property side of things? What, how did this come about? Uh, once again, I mean, it's taking control of, of the destiny, the title of this uh, podcast. Mm. Um, you know, you, you realise it's that moment the penny drops where you think, well, okay, it's great having the fire security company. That's one stream of income. But, you know, what happens if there's an economic crisis here? What happens? What if, what if, what if, you know? So we want we want to try and have multiple streams of of, of income. Yeah. So fire security, property, obviously you know yourself the different strategies within the property can be separate incomes themselves. Yeah. Um so yeah, that's something that we're obviously at the start of the journey on and we're working on and we're making some good good inroads. Um and then whatever comes next. Um you know, I'd like to have an electrical side to the company as well, whether that's acquiring an electrical company or building it up from scratch ourselves. I know we've spoke about uh, <laughs> yeah. acquisitions, you know, yeah. something you're a specialist in. Um, I wouldn't say a specialist, but we, we, do, we try our best. <laughs> <laughs> you're better than yeah. me. <laughs> so, so yeah, so, so building sort of what, what can we bolt on to the fire and security company? as yeah. well yeah no, i think that's a great I, I i do think the acquisition is if you get it right is a, is a great model to follow because yeah. promptly you get the right business it's one that's been established and you can take that under your wing and slowly becomes you know that that expansion that you need and, and like you said i think if you can get that bolt on it yeah. complements everything you're doing especially if you're doing a property that that's a a win-win yeah, really so um yeah. So do you feel with the multiple strings of income, is that something you'd always thought about? Like, how did you kind of think, oh, actually, I need something else because, you know, what, what, what do you feel is like push that? 
a few, well, was it 2018, I think it was, I joined a BNI group. Yeah. And my first couple of sessions there, there was one lady and she was talking about, about this to somebody else. And she says, to be secure, you have to have seven forms of income. Mm. And I never really understood what she meant. But when I started thinking about it, then I started talking to other people, other business people, business owners, entrepreneurs, who are all looking for these multiple streams of income. You know, you started realizing, well, actually, there's a bit of sense in what she was saying. Yeah. Um, so we started, you know, looking, looking at the property side of things. Um, and yeah, just looking at, what what we can do next i think the great thing is that it, it's not that hard to get into but you're absolutely right is that I, I think for me it was the pandemic that that really because prior to that it would have just been right martial arts academy maybe open up another one or um license or franchise something out which would be great but i mean it, it the pandemic just taught me wow all my eggs are really in one basket there it's just all fitness so if the, something happens to the fitness yeah. What do I do? Um, and I feel me personally as well, even with the different projects I run, if they get it right, say if, and the aim is to get it right, then it should all have a knock on effect to each other. And it, I, I, I found, I, I was doing the business acquisitions last year, but the idea being it give my staff that I have uh, opportunities. Um, you know, for future things. And, and even with the property, even if it's not, that's not their thing, it's just, so hopefully everything should complement each other really is. But yeah, it was the, for me, it was the pandemic. That was like, yeah, oh God. Well, we, <laughs> that, that did reinforce it as well. We, we weren't too affected by the, by the pandemic. It actually helped us in 2020. Um, but you see, you know, a lot of other people being crippled by it. You think, you know, you just, we never, ever, ever want to go through that. You work so hard, mm. you build build something so great, and there's so many people that's built great things and lost it yep. through no no fault of their own. Mm. Nothing they've done, yeah. you know. A lot. If they if they wrecked the finances of the company, or if they didn't do something, you know, you know, you could accept it. But these mm. people, they've not done anything wrong. I lost it overnight. Oh, it's for us. It was a massive punch in the tummy. Mm. You know, you like wind and you're, ooh, ooh, you're just trying to recover. Yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's been the worst, but hey, can only bounce back. That's 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 why we do what we do. All right. Yeah. So, um, have you got one? If you could go back now, thinking of what you've done, what, what did you study at university then? Was it something different or uh, business studies? Ah, okay, that, that's worked out good. Well, the, the the problem was when I left uni, yeah. you know, you look at, you know, all the job adverts and there was, a, if you want to be a marketeer, you needed a marketing degree. If you want to be an accountant, you need an accounting degree. Mm. If you want, you know, economist, you have to have economics degree. We'd, we'd done modules on everything, but we weren't specialised enough. So right. you, we'd end up going in somewhere and you know, doing the photocopying and, working our way up <laughs> so you know the it, it didn't it was good but it didn't really happen. we hey. weren't specialized enough to be 
a marketeer yeah. or an accountant yeah. or something. So. I don't know any of that. So we, we find our way. Everything's an experience, as you said. So, mm. yeah. So if you could go back in time, what would be one piece of advice you'd give your younger self? Oh, I'd start the property journey sooner. <laughs> you think we 100%. all would. Yeah. Seeing the people that we're uh, working with now, it's, um, yeah, I'd, wish we should start that earlier, but, you know, someone said to me, I bet you wish you'd done it sooner. I says, no, I'm glad I didn't do it later. Yeah, because it is, it's happened when it's happened, basically. It's happened when it's happened, yeah. yeah. I'd rather be doing it now than in 10 years' time. Yeah. It's just mad. I think sometimes just saying yes to things. So just me joining up on, I was on the branding and marketing mastermind, mm. went to some event at Progressive. Someone said something about HMO. I'm like, what the hell are you on about? Probably say it's <laughs> on my podcast. So, and it's, I find it interesting that, and I know like we've been told this, your network is your net worth. Mm. When, I think just by saying yes to things that are, they are a little bit outside our comfort zone, because it, it must, for you to become the director um, or, you know, of the previous company, you know, stepping outside your comfort zone to, and then to do it again on your own. Like how, what was going through your head then? Was it, you know, you must have been nervous or is it like, yeah, I'm just put that aside. I'm just going to make this work. Yeah, I kind of, it's one of, it's, it's, it's either a positive for me or it's a curse. I'll <laughs> jump in with two feet and <laughs> not really think, you know. I frame it inside my mind that, yeah, it'll be all right. Yeah. Say, you know, um, and then I do it and think, shit. Yeah. <laughs> so with the previous company, it's something I was wanting to do. The, the, the MD at the time, you know, I knew he wanted to retire to France, mm. you know, and I knew that that was going to be uh, an opportunity for me. Yeah. So when the time came for him to move to France, I was given an opportunity. So I took it because yeah. it was always going to be that way because I couldn't think of it being any other way. Yeah. I've been there too long. You know, I knew, I knew that lifestyle, that way of life. Yeah. I, I couldn't, I couldn't think outside the box. Then see when the disasters happened, um, there was no choice. Yeah. But to move on. Yeah. No choice, but to do it yourself. And you hear one thing I say to people is you hear about these, you know, these stats of all these businesses going bust in the first 12 months. Mm -hmm. It's probably the because there's too many people giving it a go and then deciding it's too much hard work. So we'll move elsewhere, you know, go and get a day job again. But if you, if you forced, if your back's in a corner, you have, you know, you have to give it a go. You'll make it work. 100 yeah 100 i think it's um <clears throat> yeah it's not, sometimes you just have no other choice right exactly exactly yeah and we've heard the stories down at progressive you know the likes of donald trump mm. you know he's, he's lost everything yet he's a multi-billionaire mm -hmm. you know richard branson he's lost everything right why because mm. if you start with nothing then you've got no choice but to succeed yeah. And then yeah. it's down to your mindset of how big you want to succeed. Yeah. And sometimes we're in our own way. So, 
as I keep hearing a lot recently, and I think get that now I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. I get yeah. it. Um, no, I think it's so important. Um, it's, it's a good piece of advice because it, you know, I remember like change. Obviously, doing my career changes and then um, becoming self-employed from engineer to you know martial arts teacher to then right again. I just felt I had nowhere else to go. I needed to do something, so it just worked out how it did. And even the shifts, like we said, you know, just take stepping back, going on the next bit. But you you're making me laugh when you said you jump in because I. I, I think I'm a little bit risk. <laughs> my risk averseness is not great, so, but it's also, <laughs> me. it's also served me. I think every some of the business acquisitions that hasn't gone maybe how I would like, um, but I've, I've learned so much along the way. It's something I'm probably going to come back to because I really want to focus on the property. Mm. Um, and yeah, I think it's all some skill sets that will really. Um, that they're going to serve you know later on down the line um for sure for sure it, it just takes forever to get them these things over the lines like, oh my god <laughs> <laughs> what it wasn't like this on the training they said oh just a couple of weeks it'll be fine tomorrow yeah <laughs> it's everywhere <laughs> yeah yeah it's never as simple but uh no that's brilliant no that's some real good uh key takeaways that you've, you've shared so i really appreciate that um I was going to ask you something else, and it's it, it just popped in my head, and it's kind of like <laughs> it's gone out the other way. So what's what? I don't know what it is. So with the company now, uh, I know you've talked about you, you know, maybe doing some acquisitions later down the line. Um, what's the next biggest thing you really want to achieve? You know, within time, what what is it you want? Have you got an end outcome? Have you got an exit plan, or is it being passed over? What's don't know. <laughs> <I'd> say, <laughs> I'd like to get it to a certain point where, um, you know, it, it does run itself, and I've got people in the right bums in the right seats to to actually run the business on a day to day basis, and I can just come in, you know, make sure everything's okay, move on to the next thing, um, and just just spin a couple of plates at a time. Um, probably. A, Two three years off that at the moment, oh, um, but you know the past the past past two years we've we've really grown a solid foundation. So yeah, um, we just got to build on that. Make sure we keep keep the momentum, keep building on it. Yeah, I just need to let go a little bit. Yeah, I'm the I'm the same. I just got to let go. Facebook ads. That's all I got to let go of now. Mm, it's like really? oh no. <laughs> No, in mind, but I, I know I got to go because it's, yeah. it's, it's someone else should be able to do a much better job of it and keep a firm eye on it. Um, but it. what what's your why then? Is it more that you, are you looking for? Is it the the time of family, or is it you know the family's destiny, or is it something for you? Oh, it's family's everything for me. It's yeah. um, you know I've got two kids, and you know just I want to be able to you know buy back time, mm -hmm. um, spend with them. Yeah. We work hard all, all day, build what we build, and, you know, we need to be able to enjoy it at the same time. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, for me, time was the – time's been my most valuable um, salary I've ever paid mm -hmm. myself. Um, and I think, you know, at, at school it was conditioned to get this, do that, blah, 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 mm -hmm. uh, is when I realised um, – well, I was, I, unfortunately, I – me and the, the mum, we, 
we separated, divorced, she's married, everyone's happy basically, but it was the hardest thing not being with my, my kids. So it's like, right, well, yeah. now, like you said, I have got to have that time with my children. So yeah, time suddenly becomes the best, has, has always been the best, the one thing I can always pay myself. So yeah. Month, great month. I can, always, I can, I got that option on how I pay myself with the time. So yeah. That's it. It's the flexibility as well, isn't it? Yeah, you definitely. Know, my daughter went off to PGL this morning. I could go and see her off. You know, yeah. I can, you know, if I want to, finish early tomorrow to go and play golf with my son, I can, you know. Yeah. Why? Because I can. As long as I, you know, make sure I'm on top of things. Yes. If it means having a couple of hours on a Saturday, then that's it. But you've got the flexibility of picking and choosing when you want to when you want to go to work, effectively. Yeah. So have you got some, like, set rules for yourself that you abide by in terms of things like that? So, so for me, it's like... I, I, it's, very difficult when there's something going on on the weekend when the children are supposed to be with me. I know. A couple of times I've had to change it, but it's like mm, I, I, ha I have got a limit on it. I've got what I call non-negotiables. Yeah. Non-negotiables are every school play. Mm -hmm. you know, um, so like my daughter swimming, you know, on Saturday morning, take her, just signed her up to tennis as well. I make sure I go every single week. My son doing golf lessons, you just start kickboxing, although the wife takes him kickboxing now, so uh, <laughs> because I'm at swimming with the daughter, so we've had to compromise on that one. Yeah. Um, but no matter what the, the activities are for the kids, parent-teacher nights, you know, they're my non-negotiables. Yeah. So as long as I can tick all those off, you know, that's that's fine, I'm happy. I think that's, that's a really good... Um... I think that's a really good one to drop in there. Actually, I, I, I like that non-negotiables. Just mm. yeah, well, I think if we can, even if you're employed or whatever, for anyone, if we got them set set in, some you know sometimes they might have to change, but pretty much, but then they don't have to. It's like no, I that's my limit, and then we can build the. It's almost like our foundation a little bit because you know those things are important. And I've said it a couple of times on the podcast. Uh, I don't know if I said it to you, Dan, but I was at an event a few years back. And it really stuck up for me, stuck out for me. This guy said, you only have 18 summers with your children. Um, and he said, it's probably less because they don't do much. When <laughs> and, and then when they're getting older, like my eldest is 13. So he, he comes over. I hardly flip and see him. He just stays in the room. I got to literally drag him out to, um, you know, to get out of the house. So uh, we kind of lose that. I'm sure things come back, but um, I think those things are so important because when they're gone, they're gone. You can't get it back. Money, we can always get. We should be able to get money back because if you had to sell something, the kids exactly. <laughs> we call ourselves entrepreneurs. If we can't do that, then <laughs> we're yeah, not very good entrepreneurs, are we? <laughs> no, not at all. And I think um, you know, it used to be. I don't know. If, how, how did you find it when you used to go on holiday? Are you. Are you, are you at a point you can go away and it, it, it runs and uh we're getting there getting there getting there we're getting like, there <laughs> that's the one go. thing I've, I've struggled to succeed at is is getting the the holidays um i think the last couple of years has been a, a great excuse for not going away <laughs> yes yeah, that mm. but this this year we, we've we've been looking the past few days actually about you know going for probably 10 days um just going away and yeah, it, it will run itself. I've just said, look, I might just need my phone for an hour a day just to make sure things are working okay. Deal with any problems. 
Um, yeah, and but apart from that, go away, just relax, enjoy. Definitely. No, I always get questioned when I'm on holiday anyway, so yeah, that, that does happen. But uh, mm. apparently you're on a jolly to Peterborough every week. Uh, so. Oh, apparently so, yeah. Apparently so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, great piece of advice. I had it a few years back, and um, and I used to feel embarrassed and guilty for going on holiday to, to staff. It was, it's ridiculous. I don't mm. really know a little bit, maybe, but um, and the business coach said to me, he said, Matt, you need to set a goal of at least three to four holidays a year. And I was like, what? That's crazy talk. I can't do that. <laughs> so I did. Um, so 2019, that I got it in in that year. So I just had, you know, the odd week here, um, um, you know, the odd week away. And it, it made such a difference and actually got the time with the kids as well. So, yeah, there you go. That's, your, that's my little that's challenge it. to you. <laughs> that's it. And, and Kate can thank me later. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Listen, Dan, we're going to finish up. It's an absolute pleasure having you on, mate. Um, really appreciate it. And, you know, great, great journey. Keep doing what you're doing. And I, I, of course, I wish you all the best for the property. So um, it'd be nice to get you back. You know, once, maybe, um, you know, once, see where we are, both of us, because I get to see you every month. I'm so lucky. <laughs> <laughs> at the academy but, um that's yeah it. is there anything you would like to share you've got anything that's coming up you want to um promote or push um no not really just yeah. anyone wants any phone security systems you know where to find me that's the one <laughs> tagged, tagged into your posts yeah <laughs> yeah that's it share it on and uh, in terms that's of property, um what what have you got a strategy that you're working on uh, after the last uh bit of education that we've done on the commercial conversion route it's uh, I quite like the idea of that because yeah. we're into projects anyway so it's nice just uh get our teeth into a project so uh but we're not adverse to any of the other strategies either yeah that sounds like it really suits you actually the commercial convert um, um, converting to residential based on what yeah. you're really and hearing about you know where you, the, the stuff you've got around nhs it, it almost seems like it yeah, I'm in the commercial world anyway, seeing buildings, town centres. So that's just, uh, it'd be nice just to get one under the belt. Once again, jumping in two feet. Yeah. Let's not start small. Let's just go big. Do it. Go big. Grant Cardone says, go big or go bigger. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Thank you so much, buddy. I'll speak to you Thank in a you. minute when we just closed off here. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. And please, if you've got any comments, watch on the rerun, let us know. And don't forget to share. And I will see you next week for another interview, no doubt. Peace and love always. Bye. Hi, it's Matt Rubman again. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please check out my other podcasts. I've really interviewed some great people with some great stories talking about how they overcame and developed their own mindset. If you've enjoyed it that much, of course, give me a five-star review. Don't forget to share and like.